Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Today we celebrate the 100th episode of Mox on the Mic. Who better to spend it with than Cole Strange? The Mox offensive lineman has been turning heads last week at the Senior Bowl in Miami. This week, Strange gets the invite to the NFL Combine. The 100th episode of Mox on the Mic, we celebrate it today with Cole Strange. Tell me a little bit about the Senior Bowl. What was your experience like being in Mobile all week? It was a great experience. Um, I mean, you know, we did pretty much everything you could think of. We had practice. We had three practices, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then we met with our coaches, which we were working with the Jets staff. And then we also had four different opportunities to meet with other NFL scouts and, you know, general managers, things of that nature. So um, it was awesome. It was a great experience. Did you get a chance to talk to anyone before you went down, somebody that had been through this before? Did you know what to expect? Um, I hadn't spoken to anyone else who had been there before. Or I had spoken to Keontae Davis, but we didn't really talk about the senior bowl. Um, But my agent kind of told me a little bit about how, you know, it would be a busy week. Um, And, you know, he told me about how there's a lot of emphasis, uh, you know, scouts and coaches really look more so at the interviews and the pass blocking one-on-one reps. He said that, like, a lot of people hold the the practices in a higher regard than the actual game. And for that reason, I think a bunch of people actually didn't even play. Yeah, well, I can I can tell you there's something to be said when all the practices are televised on the NFL <laughs> network, right? It's not yeah. it's not every day you you want to sit around and and watch a football practice <laughs> like a lot of us did last week. Yeah, exactly. Do you read these draft profiles on the internet? Do you know what people are saying about Cole Strange? I have a little bit, you know, my brother, my dad, my mom or girlfriend like you know, if they see something, they'll normally send it to me and be like, hey, check this out, and I'll check it out. But for the most part, I try not to look at it too much, you know. It's not my nature. Uh, it's not been my nature, in my opinion, to get complacent, but I don't think that anybody's above that. So, you know, I try not to listen to how great I am or how great other people think I am, <laughs> you know. I, I want to ask you some things about uh, about being down in Mobile. We're going to talk about the NFL Combine because that's kind of next for you, and we'll get to that in a minute. Toughest defensive lineman you faced while you were in Mobile? Who was it? It was this fellow from UConn, Travis. He's just a humongous guy, and they had me playing at center too, you know, so it was a lot different from guard and just snapping the ball and then have someone, you know, 330, 335, like bull rushing you. You know, right on top of you. That was kind of a tough thing, but I think it's just a matter of getting more comfortable at that position. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the move to center. How yeah. much right now are you working on that? Is that what you, when it comes to actual actual football drills, is that your focus right now? That is. I'm working with uh, Josh Sutton. He's our offensive line coach, I guess you would say, here at Exos. And he played for... I think 10 years he played at Green Bay, Chicago, and the Dolphins as well. And uh, I talked to him, I think, yesterday or today, and he told me just to mostly work center. And that's what I had been doing anyway, just kind of snapping and trying to, you know, stay comfortable, stay familiar with that. Have you ever played center before? Yeah, I did. Uh, Back in the 2019 season, 
I don't know if you all remember, but at the end of the year, it was in the Citadel game. We kind of just had like a grenade go off and like all of our positions kind of got shuffled. Uh, our first two string centers got hurt. Kyle got hurt and then so did Noah. And I moved to center. Um, <laughs> Colin moved to left guard. And then we had Gabe Dew move into right tackle. So it was kind of like a big jumble there for the end. But I did play at center for those last two games. What's the toughest part about playing that that position? Because there's a lot going on there. One, you got to execute the snap. Most of the time now in, in the modern offense, you're snapping to a guy that's in a pistol or a gun. They're not always going to be up under center. You've still got to take the right step in the right direction and your blocking assignment. And as you mentioned, sometimes you got a 340-pound guy trying to run you over, all of this happening at the same time what's the yeah. what walk me through it what's the toughest part of trying to make that adjustment you know I think every bit of it's tough and I think that at the beginning at the beginning it can feel a little overwhelming because you do have to do all those things but in my opinion I think it's just a matter of repetition because some of the stuff that you talked about just becomes kind of second nature you know like with the snapping and I I've can still work on my snap and everybody can probably work on their snap. And I would say most centers in the league can even get better. Um, but after you've done it enough times under center or in the gun and at Chattanooga, we actually were always in shotgun. So like under center was actually newer for me. Uh, it was pretty easy to adapt to um, once we started, but I think it, like stuff like that. And then stuff like, you know, seeing the defense, how they're lined up, what your play is. And then, you know, ID in the backer and saying, okay, this is who we're going to, this is who y'all are going to. I think it's just a matter of repetition. And those two things just become second nature. As far as like having someone humongous bull rushing you, that's just, I think that's what you do in practice. <laughs> you know, you work <laughs> to, to get down the technique that, you know, you would have to use to defend that. Um, but I think it's just a matter of repetition. What kind of things would scouts ask you or, or GMs, the, the people that you met with in, in Mobile, what kind of questions were they asking? So all of our interviews had a similar kind of a feel. There was a couple of them where they had, you know, like a whiteboard and they would give you a marker and eraser and they would tell me, okay, you know, draw up your favorite play, draw up a play that y'all ran a lot or, you know, that you would run, uh, you know, on first and 10. And then there was a couple times um, where they would pull up my film from the year. Um, they mostly pull up the Kentucky game. I think that was just because that was our one FBS game. And they would ask me what play we ran. You know, they would play it a couple times and then they would say, okay, what's this play? Now tell me who is supposed to be going to who. You know, who's doubling who, who's man on, all that stuff. But every single other interview, the questions were really kind of similar. They were kind of just asking this questions about our background, trying to get to know us. You know, they asked me, you know, you know, who all was in my family? Like, tell me about them. Like, where did I grow up? How was it growing up? What other sports did I play? You know, how did school go? Like, just stuff like that. It was kind of just like getting to know me. Uh, each of the interviews went for 15 minutes. For the first 10 minutes, it was kind of that. And then after that, for like the last, you know, three or five minutes or so, I kind of just ended up talking to them. You know, just like, you know, kind of we are now or even in the – a, a less formal way. We would just kind of be joking around or laughing or talking about music or whatever. So 
I asked you about the defensive linemen. I, I want to ask you about the quarterbacks there. Uh, now, you played with Desmond Ritter, right, the quarterback from Cincinnati? Yeah, that's right. Him and then Pickett from Pitt and then uh, the dude from Nevada, too. Uh, strong. Yeah. Yeah, what did you think about those guys? Was there a was there one of those quarterbacks down there you saw that that kind of stuck out? Um, I think that as far as the drives go, I think that the Cincinnati fella, I think he played really well, and I think uh, Cuny did too. I mean, as far as Carson Strong, I think he did too. But for the most part, I, I don't really know if anyone stood out to me necessarily because you know I kind of had my own assignment, so I wasn't even really sure. Who was in? I know Kenny was in on that first drive with me, and then I think Carson was in for those last few or for the rest of the time. But um, you know, I think all of them are good. But for the most part, I was kind of just focused on my own assignment, like the guys next to me were doing. Did you know anybody there? Did Did you have a relationship with any of those guys before you got there? A couple of them. Uh, A couple of them are training down here in Pensacola at Exos. And so I had known him before going in. Actually, Travis, the dude from UConn, is one of them. He's running down here. So I, I, I knew a couple of them already. In the conversations that you had with, with scouts and, and NFL personnel people, what did they tell you? Or did they tell you what they want to see from you next? Um, as far as, like, stuff for me to work on? Yeah. So a couple of them told me, you know, a couple of technique things as far as run blocking. You know, there's a couple, a couple of times where um, I can get engaged with somebody and then pop up a little bit. So staying, you know, being more deliberate and staying low and keeping good leverage when I'm blocking. And then a couple of times, you know, my hands missing or coming outside and making sure I keep those in. Um, but for the most part, that's kind of that's kind of the main two things that I heard it because, you know, at the end of the interview. Sometimes they would ask me, like, do you have any questions for us? And I would always ask, like, you know, you've watched my film. You're an NFL scout. Like, you evaluate and judge talent. Like, tell me what I need to work on. And uh, some of them, you know, some of them said that. Some of them said, just keep going, man. Just keep playing. Like, didn't really have a critique. Some of them hadn't even watched my film, so they didn't, you know, actually have an opinion on the matter. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of the gist of what they had to say. How much of having that extra year here at Chattanooga because of COVID, yeah. do you feel like that helped you? Absolutely. Um, I actually was talking to one of them. Well, I can't remember what team it was, but that's kind of one of the regrets I have is like the season or the off season rather like in between, you know, that weird spring season that we had and the fall season of 2021. Like I spent more time during that time frame working on, actual offensive line technique you know like specific position skills um me and harrison would go down to this place in georgia all the time this place called velocity and then uh there was a couple other times i'd go with uh harrison and mcclendon went with us and then there's this time in may where all of us went down there for a week and we like went in together for this like airbnb that was near the place and we would go over there like twice a day and work out for a week, just working on like, you know, like O-line technique specifics. Like every offseason before that, I had just worked on like, you know, just worked out in the weight room. Like this is what this is the ticket to getting better. And I think like there was more improvement between that, that spring season and this past fall season than there was 
any year before. So what very long winded way of answering your question. Yes. I think that was a huge year for me. Now, was that the first time you guys had ever done that as a group to make a decision to go away with just the offensive line and work out together? That was the only time we'd ever done that, like as a whole unit for an extended period of time. Yes. What do you think you do well? What is your strength? Because I remember the first time you got in a game uh, in a Chattanooga uniform, and I've told you this before, the makeup of that offensive line changed when you got in. And I became a Cole Strange fan because I said, this guy, <laughs> this guy's playing angry. And I thought that's what that offensive line at that point needed was, was somebody to, to come out and, and play a physical style of football. That's how I would describe you, physical. Yes, what do you think you do best, though? Well, I appreciate you saying that. And uh, I guess I would say that, you know, I, I do think I've gotten a lot better at specifics, you know, pass blocking. I feel like I do well in run blocking, outside zone. I feel like more so than anything just because that's what we ran more than anything. But in my opinion, and I don't know, maybe Jim will tell you, maybe he hasn't before. I'm not very good at talking about myself. I don't really like it. You know, that's what I was saying earlier. Like I hate like looking up stuff about me. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that the best thing about me is kind of what you were just saying, like, I don't know. I just I try to play relentless through the whistle, you know, maybe just uh, mean, you know, you know, not dirty or maybe not like too dirty is like to draw penalties most of the time. But like, you know, like you said, just like angry, you know, like I try to go in there and, you know, just punish somebody. And like even if I don't, I'm trying to, you know, like until the end of the whistle is going, and I'm doing that every single play. So it's like I know I'm probably not going to be the biggest guy, like probably won't be the fastest guy. But, like, there's no chance I'm giving up, and there's no chance I'm not going to try and destroy somebody, you know, every single, every single time if I can. The NFL Combine is next. First off, congratulations. Mm -hmm. That's I, – that, that, look, I call it the underwear Olympics, okay? But I'm also <laughs> yeah. I'm also the guy that's going to sit and watch, like, six hours of it on TV that week. So, <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. you're training and, and working out right now. To me – the combine is all about, it's all about measurables, your, your speed, your quickness, you know, doing the cone drill, the, the running the 40, all those kind of things. How much of what you're working on right now is preparing you to post the best numbers that you can versus more like what I would, I think what most of us would consider to be quote unquote football type stuff. How do you yeah. balance the two or are you right now? Yes, sir. So every day, Monday through Saturday, we're doing like speed work. And I'm doing quotes around that, like speed work. So three of the days we're working like linear speed. So like the 40, for example. And then two of the days we're working uh, the like the multidirectional stuff. So like the, the 5105 and the L drill. Um, and then in that, we'll also work the broad jump and the vertical. All of our workouts, though are pretty much exclusively for the combine. We're doing football drills. Like I said, we're working with uh, Coach Josh Sutton, and uh, that's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We worked with them today. And that's the only time that we're actually working with a football coach about football, you know, about offensive line stuff. But our workouts in the morning 
is the speed stuff. And then in the afternoon, we're doing weight room stuff. And we'll do two lower body days. And then the other three days of the week, we're working on bench. And it's just for the, uh, you know, the, you know, the 225 repping as many times as you can. Like it's all focused around the drills for the combine, the shuttle, the L drill, the 40, the broad, the vertical, the bench press. I think there's another one too, the 60 yard dash. I didn't know that was a thing until a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> what have they told you about the combine? What, what do you expect when you get the opportunity to go? So as far as schedule goes, now I'm a little prepared. They told me that the schedule is going to be even worse than the senior ball, <laughs> like busy wise. I've heard that you, depending on, you know, your history of injuries and surgeries and stuff, they can keep you into the hospital doing MRIs, x-rays, and, you know, they have doctors like actually like grabbing onto you, you know, if you have a shoulder surgery, like they're going to grab it and maneuver it to see if it hurts or like, you know, cause they're spending a lot of money on guys. They want to see like, what are they buying? You know, if they like touch a guy and he's like, you know, just dying for him to touch him. Like he's like, can't even stand it. Like that docks their, like their medical grade, you know, but a guy who's totally good, hadn't had surgeries. Luckily I fall in that category. I don't have any surgeries. It, it would take less time, but I know the schedule is going to be busy. I know we won't get much sleep. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway, which is a positive, not just for me, but um, pretty much for any call, any offensive lineman in most positions is that, Although this stuff is important, especially if you can post really great numbers, it's great. And that's exactly what I'm going to try to do is do as well as I can. But I've been told from numerous sources that as long as you score within a certain window, you know, of the 40, like especially for offensive linemen, coaches aren't too worried about that. But it's like if you don't – if you get in there and run like a 5-8, then they're going to be like, okay, this is a problem. But if you run under, I don't know, like a 5-3, you're good. You know, it's great if you can like get in there and run like a four nine or like a five flat, but that's not going to get me drafted around earlier than if I run a five, two, you know what I mean? So it's like scoring with window. And if you, if you score within the window of average or, you know, obviously a little better is what I'm going to aim for, then you're good. It's, it's kind of like a check in the boxes type thing from what I've heard. Oh, this is the 100th episode of this podcast, and I could not think of a better person uh, to spend it with than with you. When we get to 200, we're going to do this again, and you're going to come back. And that (laughs) week, we're going to either talk about Cole Strange playing in the Super Bowl or the Pro Bowl (laughs) or something like that. That's that's what we're working on uh, for the 200th episode. Now, with all of that being said, and without Jim Horton's influence, on this question yeah what's the dream place for you where would cole strange like to play what helmet would you like to put on next (laughs) you know i and i know this answer might not make anyone happy and i just was actually talking to a fellow on the radio about this the entire time growing up like and i know i'm gonna anger some chattanooga fans like i grew up in knoxville so i was just a tennessee kid like i could care less about nfl my dad was, you know, he liked to cut, he liked the Raiders and the Packers. My brother likes the Ravens. There was a time I liked the Bears, but that was really just because uh, Doug Atkins played for the Bears and he went to Tennessee. So I was like, I love them, you know, and I like Peyton Manning. So I was like, cool with the Colts. But there was never a team I grew up or even really even into college or that I was just like, I got to play there, you know. I guess one thing I could say is I love cold weather. So, now, now, having said that, like, 
I would love to go to Miami, you know, like if someone's <laughs> going to have me on their roster to play ball, like for a living, like I'll go anywhere. So I'm sorry. I know that answer is probably not, you know, no one really wants to hear that. Everyone's like, all right, we'll get him off. Cause we don't, we don't care about that, but that's just the truth. I'm not a very good liar. <laughs> awesome. Cole, man, I wish you the best. I, in all seriousness, I hope we can make time to do this again sometime uh, before the draft and just super excited for you, man. You've been a joy to watch your five years here at, at UTC and, uh, man, just congratulations. You deserve every bit of it. And I look forward to, uh, look forward to seeing what's next for you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I do too. Thanks to Cole and thanks to Jim Horton for his assistance in getting Cole to join us this week. 100 episodes of Mox on the Mic is made possible by fans like you. Thank you for listening, subscribing, your five-star ratings and your reviews. Special thank you to Dr. Jay Blackman for helping get this podcast off the ground and in the air or on the net, wherever you may find it. Thanks to Jim Horton and We Hunt, Corey Balanzi, and the hundreds of coaches, administrators, and student athletes past and present that have been so generous with their time. And also to our producer, the amazing Tate Johnson, who works so hard every week to make this podcast a reality. Episode 101 is coming up next week. Until then, so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.